Are you a psychic, sensitive, or seeker who wants to learn more? Welcome to The Mystic School with Sarah Wiseman, where we dive deep into all things mystic and metaphysical. Here's Sarah. Hello, everybody, and welcome to The Mystic School. I'm Sarah Wiseman. And today we are doing two things. We're talking about past lives. Do past lives matter? Are past lives real? Do they matter? How can we access them? And what guidance can they provide to us now? It's our topic for the day. And we also, of course, have free readings Tuesday, which is you can call in live to uh, you can call in live to 888-298-5569. That's 888-298-5569. So happy to speak with you about whatever's going on in your life, especially if if somebody's told you you had a past life and, and you agree or disagree, that would be interesting if you wanted to share that with us too. So it's 888 888- Two nine eight five five six nine for free readings Tuesday. So um, I was just right before the show. I was just teaching one of the Intuition University classes, and we dropped into a past life. And what we were attempting to do in the past life is take a look at take a look at um, who we were in a past life. But more importantly, in the past life we were looking at, we were looking at like, what were we doing? What, what was our life's work or what was our uh, way that we spent most of our time? And I have done a lot of past lives with groups and on my own over the years. And it's really interesting because I almost never come up with the same past life um there's a there's a couple that are really powerful that reoccur a bit and i return to those but mostly every time i go back into this uh trance mode where you can access this information it's always really different and what's very interesting is that the details that occur in a past life are not what I myself have access to, or it's not what I have ever seen or read about or studied. So um, a while back, I did a past life. And the first thing that I saw was a giant wooden wheel, and then a wooden cart. And then finally, I saw um, an ox pulling the cart and I was somewhere in ancient Asia. And so when I, it was the details were so clear, it was like being there, it was like being in a dream. But in the dream, you can see the most minute aspects of say the texture of the wooden wheel or the feeling of the, the feet sinking into the, the sort of muddy, wet soil and the the temperature around the skin and the, the sounds in the area, just all the details are there. And also all the feeling of the self is there. It's not you because it's not your personality, but it is you 
because it's your soul. Your soul is infinite reincarnating over and over again. So you go to this time of familiarity and it's, it's the details are there. The soul is the same. You, you, the soul recognizes itself like, ah, this is my little piece of collective soul here again in this different lifetime. And yet the personality is different and the way we're spending our time is often different. So anyway, um, I was just in this past life. It was very detailed. And then I just curiously decided, I just decided that I would go look that up a little bit. And I put in Google um, old Asian cart and not immediately, but very quickly, I found a picture of exactly the cart that I had seen in the past life. And attached to the cart was exactly this oxen or this ox. I guess oxen is a plural. I, I'm not sure about that. I'm not sure about that. But there was an ox and it was the same kind. And, and that was thrilling to me because that's not something I'd seen before. That's not something. And it was actually, it uh, was not an illustration. It was an artifact. It was somebody's little sculpture or art piece that they made. Also in this past life, um, I was a man and I uh, blew a horn and the horn was sort of long and sort of triangular at the end. And I began to look for that. And sure enough, there was a picture of this particular type of horn often used in uh, spiritual festivals. And there it was in the time frames, uh, early first, second, third century I think it was China, all correlated. So there is a lot of there is a lot of interesting detail in a past life that you can you can see, and maybe you don't know what it is because we're in modern times now and we don't recognize what things are exactly. I mean, it's pretty easy to recognize a cartwheel, but the the horn uh, just a little harder to recognize. And then we go back and maybe we do start to look historically for things and we spot what we saw in the past life. And this has happened at a level over and over, not just for me, but for people that go into the process and see what happens. And it's just remarkable. Oh, you were a, 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 a soldier in the Civil War. Oh, you were... Um, in Australia, oh, and all these past lives start coming out as we do this process. And then we look up and we see the details are there. And it's remarkable because we don't have knowledge of this. And yet we're able to access and go back there. So a lot of people were working on past lives uh, pretty hardcore several decades ago. Um, Dolores Cannon is is one of the most well known and a true you know pioneer in this work, and then Michael Newton wrote uh, lives life lives between lives and destiny of souls, which also spoke about past lives. Brian Weiss and there's some other names, but those are the three that I've studied the most. And um, what's interesting to me is that these folks did. Dolores Cannon was a hypnotherapist. I think Michael Newton was also. Um, they would do these very long inductions into the past life regression. Uh, this was several decades ago. And these might take 
an hour, two hours, four hours, they would take people into these very relaxed states. And then they would take them into the past life. And then they would have this process of questioning. They were recording for to see what would happen. Um, they would go into this process of recording, asking questions. So, well, what do you see? Where are you? And the person from the trance state would answer, uh, I'm in a field, I'm wearing a blue shirt, I'm whatever it was. So I thought that this was tremendously interesting. And I began to work. I wanted to experience this self, this for myself years ago. And so I started doing past lives as part of the meditation that I was already working on in terms of working uh, clairvoyant seeing, gathering visions, working with the guides. And then I thought, I'm just going to try past lives and see what would happen. And what I found was, although I think there's a lot of value in doing the longer formal regression, if that's something you have the time to do and you can find someone to work with in that way, I found that it wasn't really necessary to go back and do the intuitive gathering or go back and have the experience. It wasn't really necessary to go into this longer, longer experience that a past life could be accessed just as easily, very quickly, the same way we're doing all this other work, you know, the same way we go into any of it. And so it began, it became sort of a, uh, not a game, but an interesting practice where for a period of time, I was just like, okay, I'll do a past life. And I would get that information. I'll do another past life. I would get that one. And, and it just, what, what came is that there were unlimited past lives, as many lifetimes as we, we've had, all these reincarnations. We do not have enough time in this lifetime to go back and visit all our past lifetimes because it's so much. And there was a kind of relief here when you go back and start to experience yourself in different lifetimes. It kind of takes the pressure off this lifetime like okay in that lifetime that i just mentioned i was this chinese probably chinese or asian man pulling an ox cart um playing playing a little horn and and that really takes the pressure off this lifetime where you know i do this work that i do but it takes the pressure off not needing to get it right every lifetime, not needing to worry about um, uh, getting it perfect or achieving some goal or mastering some lesson, kind of this sense of relaxing and being in, being in the moment more. When I was in the lifetime of the Chinese man playing the little horn. Um, that was my great delight in that lifetime. That was the thing that I just loved. I worked in the fields, I guess. I, I played this horn. That was my whole jam that I really liked. <clears throat> and 
Now in this lifetime, I also work, as all of you guys listening probably do, I don't play a horn. I have delved into music, but it's not the main focus. But the, the more the idea was, the purpose of that past life was really, it was a very simple life. It probably wasn't a very long life. And yet the joy I had from playing this little horn was really quite immense. And the purpose of that life was not in this life, maybe I write books or I'm doing this radio show or what have you, but in that lifetime, it was plenty to just kind of survive and play my little horn in the, the spiritual festivals. And so it takes, the, it takes the pressure off this lifetime. And so maybe for you, you had a past life or you start to do past life regression and you can see how many lifetimes you've had and how some of them were, you know, so-called important and other ones were more relaxed. And it just takes the pressure off trying to get through your goals or trying to do all this stuff you think you want to do. Like, is it even... Is that even the point? I don't, I don't think the universe would say that getting through your goals list, your hashtag goals, I don't think the universe would say that that is, that is the point of why we're here. Um, so I want to remind you, we do have time for free readings Tuesday. Phones are open. Lines are open. Um, if you call in now, you'll definitely get a spot. 888-298-298. 5569-888-298-5569. And if you do want to call in, uh, call in now. This is just a half hour show. So sometimes people uh, get a little nervous or hesitant and then they don't call into the very end and we don't have time for you. So uh, if you'd like to do a free readings Tuesday, please uh, call in now. 888-298-5569. So I want to speak a little bit about, um, and again, lines are open. Nobody's waiting. So if you do call in, you will be on, you'll be on the air to getting your free readings Tuesday. Um, one thing to know about past lives is that you can work with past lives to see um, different parallels to what you are having in your lifetime now. So for example, if you wanted to go into past life and see the, the life's path of the work you're doing from a past life to your lifetime now, you can request of the universe, hello, please, I'm going to go into a past life and I'd like to see a lifetime that parallels the work or the life's the life's work or the soul work that I'm doing. Like give me a lifetime that shows me a time when I was doing similar soul work to this lifetime. That's, that's very common. That's very useful because if you knew you um, were a really great chef in a past life and you're deeply interested in thinking about going into cooking school now, that will help you. Like, yes, this is a piece that your soul continually keeps exploring. If you want to go back in and look at relationships, that's also a great way to do it. You can go back into a past life and see, hey, 
um, my daughter was my husband, my mother was my child, my enemy re remained my enemy. You can see all that in a past life. Those relationships will come up. You'll go to a past life. You'll see the key players in different form. You can figure out who they are. It's very easy. And then you just go and you can relate to, um, you can relate to how those are working in your life now. Alrighty, let's go to the phones, and it looks like we have Lynn from Auburn. Lynn, welcome to the program. Thank you. Hi, what can I help you out with today? Well, um, I just happened to get into my car and hear you speaking, and I'm uh, really interested in what you're saying and how you're helping people. And uh, I just thought it might be interesting uh, if I could uh, find out a little bit about maybe some... It, something simple from a past life that might help me uh, in my life now or my relationships now. Yeah, so I don't, I don't usually do past life reading so quickly because I don't want to, um, I would want to take you into the process, but so let's start, let's do this instead. When you talk about places that you've had a feeling of deja vu with or places where you've had an extreme resonance with does any place like as we're talking come to mind for you like a place you've been a place you've traveled to a place you've read about yes i have i think i have three different ones that i that seem like a memory but i i'm pretty sure i haven't been there um but one uh would be maybe it's more than three but one kind of goes back almost to just post ice age, sitting with a as a young person with a group of a small group of other young people, overlooking kind of a grassland like we'd been out hunting, and just were sitting and relaxing in the sun and uh, feeling peaceful and not afraid of anything. Mm -hmm. uh, that that do you that's do you remember if you were yeah do you remember if you felt like you were male or female? in that lifetime and that I, I felt like i was female uh, we it the weather was apparently warm enough where we didn't have a lot of clothes on we had like leather type straps across us that might have been carrying arrows or some kind of weapons like that so um when you think of that lifetime i'm so i'm just like yes i'm gonna accept that that's that feeling of is it a dream? Is it a memory? It's a knowing. It's and it's so far removed from this lifetime. It's not like you just I don't know traveled somewhere and 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 felt the vibe of the place. But when you think about that lifetime and you're sort of the way you inhabited your body fully, the way you knew how to survive, what does that relate to your lifetime now? Oh, I just got a wave of emotion when you asked me that because it seemed, I felt um, somehow more secure mm -hmm. in that environment versus the type of lifetime that I've had, uh, at least in my earlier years. Yeah, it's almost like even though there were probably, what, saber-toothed tigers <laughs> around yeah. every bend, you know, you were more secure because... There was this sense of knowing, like, all is well, 
even if it's not, there was this sense of resonance with everything. Yes. Yeah. Uh, you know, I had a similar past life, not the one I was talking about, but uh, I had a similar past life that comes back a lot where I was a like a French Canadian trapper. And it was very similar. Like I was in the woods, uh, you know, dealing with my sustenance, only depending on me and that feeling of, and, and at the same time being part of all nature, being part of the world. And I think there's something about that that's calling you or calling me to look at this feeling of when we knew we were a part of everything, like we didn't even question it because we yeah. were so fully immersed. And there was a great peacefulness that came and even a joy that came from that understanding, that primitive, that the, the connectedness to the oneness. It was just, it was part of us then. Yeah, I feel when I think about it and it, it just kind of comes to me from time to time and I, that feeling is very strong what you're describing. Do you, Lynn, do you spend time now like just doing things like um, going outside or going barefoot outside or when it's raining, just going out in the rain and letting the rain, like not putting on your raincoat? Do you do things like that now? Sometimes I do. I need to, I feel like I'd like to do more of the barefoot part. <laughs> and when I was younger, I had a lot of barefoot time and leathery feet, but not so much now. But so um, that is something I've thought about doing more. And uh, I do enjoy outdoors. It, I always feel yeah. um, better overall when I'm outside. There might be something about just doing some even things that seem kind of strange or silly just in the next few days of really trying to get that oneness with nature, barefoot, take your jacket off, wade in the water, you know, whatever's near to you, but to just get that feeling of being a part of everything. Cause, cause that's what'll happen. You'll immediately just tune into every little thing around you and right. that will open, that will open you know, we're on our phones, <laughs> we're in traffic, we forget yep. this wholeness that we're part of. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Well, that's, I really appreciate you listening to what I had to say and, and your suggestions. Yeah. Um, I think, you know, we get to be however old we are and we forget this part of ourselves really, really matters. Like we, and I think there's something in this for you today is the message is like, give yourself that opening to in the next couple of days and just see how you feel or see what unlocks for you. So Wonderful. yeah, I'm going to do it too. This is a good reminder for everybody, everyone. <laughs> Go, let's all go barefoot and see, sure. see what happens. Or, or we've got this giant moon. Um, I think we've got an eclipse really soon. That would be a great opportunity too, to, to combine those and use the power of the planets at the same time. Well, Lynn, thank oh, you so yeah. much for calling. I appreciate your call. Oh, yes. Thank you very much for all that you do for everyone. Absolutely. Thank you. Have a great day. Yeah. Thank you. Um, some of you guys have heard I used to use this phrase, um, 
recess every day and this idea that sitting on our phones, doing our errands, um, chit-chatting to our family and friends, um, watching TV, watching movies, uh, being on computer, all of this is not recess every day. Recess every day means doing something in your body where you're connecting to the self, the part of you that is connected to everything. Now, I do think, I do think especially smartphones are really helping our intuitive connections. They're, they're training us how to connect telepathically. Um, there, there's sort of the pre-training for that, but this part of you that is the body needs to be um, more like your ancient self, your ancient self in these past lives was. It is, it is not really optional. It is required if you want to be a whole being. We're not just third eyes. We're not just minds. We're not just, you know, on our phones connecting that way. We, in the etheric realm, we have to connect through our bodies as well. So past lives take us back to all of these times when things were more ancient, ancient, when there was um, less technology or no technology. And then uh, we aren't going to talk about this today because we're about to wrap up. But, you know, you can go into past lives. You can also go into future lives. And it's pretty fascinating what lies ahead. It's pretty fascinating what's coming and how much more uh, how much more hopeful the future is than we have allowed ourselves to believe. The future has us in the past lives, in the, excuse me, the future lives I've been doing with myself and with my students, um, going into these meditations. The future is much more conscious and much more in alignment with nature than you would think um from how things are going now it's going to take us a little bit of time to get there but that is the direction we're actually heading so if you feel desolate about <laughs> how things seem now um just start start meandering into this idea infinite soul you've had many lifetimes you're gonna have many more this is how it is for all of us. Um, and there is this certain relaxation in knowing that the soul is not going anywhere. We have this consciousness that's not going to die, even if our own uh, bodies, you know, keep changing places lifetime after lifetime. So if you want to learn more about this, um, two things. One, Signups are open for winter training with me. Go to sarahwiseman.com and look under training. And those fill, it's really early to start mentioning, but those always sell out. So if you'd like to study with me, that's happening. And then for this particular subject, past lives, there's a, a self-study course, low cost, called the Past Life Project on the website sarahwiseman.com and you can just go there and check that out and that's under the courses page.
Everybody, thanks so much for listening. I look forward to being with you in this lifetime uh, next week for more of The Mystic School with me, Sarah Wiseman. Thanks for listening. Want more of The Mystic School with Sarah Wiseman? Tune in for uplifting talk on psychic opening, spiritual awakening, and all things mystic and metaphysical. Want to connect with Sarah? Visit sarahwiseman.com.